Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 137 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val, and with me is Texas Tornado Ken, Beansball Card Blog. How are you? I am excellent. Happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, glad to have you. And the man, the myth, the legend, PSA NY Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. How you doing? I'm feeling like Nicolas Cage. Okay. <laughs> I got too much of my mind to try to figure that out. Okay. Uh, National treasure. Oh, thank you. Yes. All right. <laughs> Very good. Okay. <laughs> she just totally blew me up. All right. So today's show, another going to be jam-packed episode. We're going to try to uh, keep it to a few hours here. So also, uh, well, let's talk about what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the race results from last week. We are going to talk in had a little experience at Texas, so we're going to talk about that. As Logan alluded to, we're going to talk about National Treasures. It came out last week. The checklist has dropped, and we're going to look through the sales sheet and talk about a little bit about National Treasures. And then we're going to round out the show with King's Court. Of course, we want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. Also, our shout-outs to new subscriber, Joshua View. And also, shout-out to Skid Mars, Kyle Katz, Michael Haggard, Race Dude, and TJ Graves for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. So the folks in the podcast, this won't really pertain to you, but if you're watching the show on a YouTube, if you go in the description where I've been putting in the chapter searches so you can actually, if you don't want to listen to the hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever the show may be, you can go to the different chapter searches uh, with the description there. So it'll save you some time to check out the show, the part of the show that uh, you really want to know about. So I recommend you listen to the whole show, but if you can't, Everybody's got uh, is pressed for time nowadays. So yeah, this is Peabody award-winning content right here. <laughs> I have to say that's what I love about I listen on YouTube, and I just do the like time and a half, you know, speed it up a little bit, and then I get to listen to it all. So do I sound like a chipmunk or something? I mean, no, not much more than normal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, let's see where to start. Let's start at the race results. Craftsman Truck Series. That was race number five, and that was the Speedy Cash 250, speedycash.com 250, Saturday, April 1st at Texas Motor Speedway. Carson Hosevar was our high, was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Jake Garcia. I think Gar- uh, Hosevar has finally uh, got uh, got a win there, where he's been leading and. Well, for whatever reason, he didn't make it, and here he is. I, if I remember, I was in third, and uh, one and two took themselves out. Yeah, I, I know Ken was probably hoping for Nick Sanchez to win that race because he, so he Nick he, Sanchez. He, he he dominated. Yeah, I know, and it was like the the seas parted, and Josefar was like nobody's around him, and uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So of course, you know, he's been win- he's been leading, and then either caution flag comes out or whatever on a restart and ends up losing it, whatever. So was glad to see him win. I just still have memories of him trying to get in. was it into the next round of the, the playoffs or whatever. And he was like one point short or whatever. And he thought he was in, he was totally crushed. So anyway, let's go to Carson Hosfar and his rookie cards. You'll find them in 2022 Donruss. Those are the cards there to the left. That one up on the top, that's the 101 signature. So that's been already snagged. 
I saw that I grabbed that off of eBay. The signatures there, the signature series, the Donruss rated rookie card there with the different uh, parallels naturally in Donruss. He's in Panini Chronicles. He's in a few different parallel or series in that. The Absolute, Absolute Autographs, clearly Donruss and Spectra. And then rounding out 2022 is Panini Prism. That's the red, white, and blue there. And then the all the plethora of parallels in Prism. That's pretty good. That's a good little, uh, say that three times. And then the mm-hmm. sensational signatures there with the silver and all, all those parallels. So Carson Hosevar gets his first win. Yeah, and check out his autograph. It's, uh, it's actually halfway legible. That is a good observation. Yeah, I... You know, when I'm grabbing these, I wasn't paying attention. But yes, that he actually has a kind of a real signature, a plus for, for for that. So yes. And then our highest finishing rookie, Jake Garcia, at position five. He doesn't have any cards this year or 2022. So we'll see if he gets any cards in 2023. Uh, next race, race number six. That's the Weatherguard Truck Race on Dirt at Bristol Motor Speedway, Saturday, April 8th at 8 p.m. Night dirt race this saturday yeah that's gonna be exciting can't wait i I love the bristol dirt a lot of people think it's just stupid but uh i actually enjoy it i think it's a you know there's a lot of guys that are well versed in dirt and uh that's where they're they have the opportunity opportunity to shine and hopefully win a race yeah xfinity series race number seven that was the toyota care 250 that was saturday also saturday april 1st at Richmond Raceway. Our winner was Chandler Smith. The highest finishing rookie was Chandler Smith at position one. He earned his first career NASCAR Xfinity Series victory. Chandler Smith. His rookies are in 2021. Dunruss signatures. No, I guess no. Yeah, no base cards for him in Dunruss. But he's in Chronicles. He's in uh, Chronicles, Chronicles, uh, autographs, Obsidian, score, score, Autographs, select, select autographs, Spectra, 2021 Panini National Treasures, number out of 25. That might be uh, one to chase there. That's uh, everything's 25 or less. And then Prism 2021 card number 30. I think it's 30. And then all the parallels and signing sessions. Now, the Trading Card Database has a few of the signing sessions, but I believe some of them, they're all probably available, but maybe some of them were redemption. So uh, I haven't got confirmation on all of the signing sessions, but I think I have down here the gold out of 10, the blue out of 50, Carolina blue out of 75, white sparkle 5, and rainbow to 24. I think I've seen those one way or the other on, on eBay. So. Yeah, I think he's going to rob a bank or something in that signature series card right there. <laughs> well, yeah, how we all forget about the the pandemic there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every single one of those cards except one is he's got a mask on. It'd be interesting, you know, ten years, fifteen years from now, people looking back at some of these cards. Oh yeah, with, with all those masks from the twenty twenty one. So, all right, moving on. We got a long way to go. Short time to get there. Race number eight. That is the call eight one one dot com two fifty. It's going to be at Martinsville Speedway, Saturday, April 15th at 7.30 p.m. So, Experience Series is off this week in the dirt. Well, I guess why everybody else plays in the dirt. Yeah. 
All right, moving over to the Cup Series. That was race number seven, and that was the Toyota Owners 400, and that was Saturday, April, Sunday, April 2nd at Richmond Raceway. Carol Larson was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Ty Gibbs at position nine. That's his third, that's his third ninth place finish in a row. So I've got some math to, to kind of back up what's going on here. Okay, that's he's had three ninth place finishes. So three times nine is what 27, right? He's also one of two rookies of the year. So two times 27 is 54. He's an eBay one of one. He, he is. I was safe. He was just he was driving a nine car car. He's all set. So when I saw that, I was like, really? Ninth again? I guess it could be a lot worse. Of course, he is smoking Noah Graskin for rookie oh, year right now. Yeah, Noah Graskin, he uh he finished dead last. He he had a DNF. He started out good, so I don't know what's going on over there at uh Legends there, but all right, let's go to Larson. We've talked about him quite a bit on the show over the years not a lot, a lot of rookie his first cards in 2013 press pass fanfare that's card on the left there uh with the different parallels not a, a ton of parallels not by today's standards anyway and then also a few autographs i think there's about four and then there's also magnificent materials in 2013 fanfare only other issue is 2013 total press pass total memorabilia. There's only four parallels to that. And then four autographs numbered to 125 or less for the total memorabilia. Yeah, you know, you can't find this total memorabilia or fanfare at all now. You, you know, wax boxes or anything. You just can't find it. Dry it. It's dried yeah. up. Well, we've talked about before a lot of the older NASCAR wax. It is there is it is hard to find. Any of the key years are tough. You know, the 2013 fanfare, like you said, in Total Memorabilia, because everybody kind of blew that out. And you know how everybody is; they want to open everything. Nobody wants to sit on any any product. Products been made made to open, so not to not to sit on it. So good stuff, though. Absolutely. And then our highest finishing rookie was. Ty Gibbs, who we talked about quite a bit as well. I should know this one by, by heart, but this is 2020. He is in Chronicles. He's in a lot of the different subsets or sets inside of Chronicles with Score, Crusade, uh, Phoenix, and then also in Prism, but only as the autographs. No base cards for him there. And then... Uh, we've talked about his uh, amazing signature. Yep, Mr. Scribble Scribble. Yep. So, but uh, got to put a little thing in there for Slab Fire. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for those. So, next race, race number eight, is going to be the Food City Dirt Race, Bristol Motor Speedway, Sunday, April 9th at 7 p.m. So, Sunday night race. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's That's Easter Sunday, too. Yeah, that is, um, yeah, because the other one's Saturday night. I just yeah, they kinda... used to not run on Easter Sunday, but now uh, I think all bets are off. They they run on Easter Sunday. And they used to not run on Mother's Day either, and I think they kind of still do. They do that now, too. They, so they, there's no there's no holiday that's sacred anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not, not when they can be, you know, bringing uh, tens of thousands of fans in. So mm -hmm. only so many weekends in a year. That's true. I was going to say, I don't know, I'll just deviate real quick, but 
I guess it was a few years where actually they would start the next year in the previous year. So like in December, they would start. And that's how like Wendell Scott, when he won in um, like December 1st, I don't know if it was in 64. It was actually in this like December of 63, but it was in the 64 season. So, yeah, kind of like hockey. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but... All right, let's move on. Formula One. That was the 2023 Rolex Australian Grand Prix. And that was Sunday, April 2nd at uh, South Melbourne, Victoria. Uh, shout out to all our listeners in Australia. I thought that was a NASCAR race there with all those restarts. Oh my gosh, they had the <laughs> they had the safety car out a couple times, which they before the race they were talking about, well, we shouldn't see the safety car and blah blah blah. And yeah, we saw the safety car quite a bit. Yeah, a red flag and then a restart. I mean, mm-hmm. so Max Verstappen was our winner. Yeah, he he was sitting on the pole and then he he got shuffled back, he got forced wide and went back and he was complaining on the radio. No, they're they're running me wide and blah blah blah. But uh he came back and he won. Lewis Hamilton second. Yeah. And I think then, uh, Mercedes is sandbagging. You think? I think they are. Because oh, they, I, didn't, they, they didn't do anything before they started practice. And then all of a sudden, I, like out of nowhere, like the commentators, I because I watched the practice that, I guess that was Friday night, Saturday morning, late. And the commentators were like, whoa, where where'd they come from? Because <laughs> they weren't expecting that. So. Yeah, and then Fernando Alonso as as second. I felt bad for George Russell, man. Oh god, on the pole, and then uh, I got, I don't know that that car was on fire. Yeah, <laughs> so it, uh, it got, there's a there's a song in there somewhere. I have to get that made. That car is on fire. Anyway, instead of that girl's <laughs> on fire. Um, where's it going with this? Okay, Max stopping. What? His cards. Yes, thank you. Let's keep it going. All right. So we've talked about Max and we'll talk about Max a few more times, I am sure. So if you're a pre-2020 Tops person, Max is in the 2016 Tops Trumps F1 Grand Prix Heroes. There's two versions of that. And so I have the two versions up. Uh, the, The front is kind of the same. I guess they use the same picture. The flag is positioned different. And then the backs are on the right hand side. So you can see the, the two different four. 2016. He also has a 2018 Tops Trumps Grand Prix Heroes again. And then if you're a 2020, he has a Tops Now, which it has a print run of 4,047, which I, I don't understand. I figured that car would get a lot more, more love than it does, but I guess everybody is on the 2020 Chrome train, I think. Mm-hmm. In 2020 tops, I think he's got about 13 cards and then one image variation and then parallels for all of those 13 cards. There's a few inserts in there, the world of wheels and track tags. There's parallels for that as well. Then there's the Sapphire edition, which has its own set of parallels, but it still mimics those 13 cards. There is tops dynasty. Also stickers. There's 11 stickers in the 2020 Tops F1 official stickers book release. And then also Tops Turbo Attacks in 2020 with 12 stickers and three limited edition cards as well. So lots of cards. Let me see here. I think I have the total 435 2020 cards. Wow. Yeah. 
I don't think we have that problem in NASCAR. I know no. Ken doesn't have that problem in Indy, so. <clears throat> no, you know, remember last week we were talking about F tops and F1 cards and future releases. You know, one of them was the Stadium Club renamed as like Paddock Pass. The other one, if I remember correctly now, I, I, it came to me the other night while I was like almost asleep. It's finest. They were going to do, I think they were going to do a tops finest. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm curious uh, how, what, what, the, what they're going to do for that, so. Yeah, I don't know if that's still on the drawing board or not. Hey, Ken, do you ever watch the F1 races? Oh, yeah. I, I, I am into it this year. I, uh, over the last couple months, I actually got caught up on Drive to Survive. And, it, it you know, so I have a little bit more of an interest in it. Yeah, so I watched the – I mean, I watched the race the other night, but I kind of dozed off because, you know, as we're going to talk about, I went to the track on Saturday. Well, I got up at 4.15 Saturday morning. Went all the way through, watched WrestleMania on Saturday night, and then the race came on at midnight my time. Mm -hmm. So so I had it on, but I kind of dozed and everything. But I caught, you know, I caught a lot of the red flags and a lot of that. So, yes, I have been watching this year. Um, I've already watched more than I did all last year. So there you Mm. go. Cool, man. Next race. Race number four is going to be the – Azerbaijan Grand Prix, and that's going to be Sunday, April 30th. So they got a few weeks off at 7 a.m. Eastern. The Baku Circuit. Yeah, Baku Circuit Court. Sorry, Baku City Circuit. Yeah, see, I I didn't catch that live, and then I was taped because of the red flags, and it cut off. And then I watched the replay of it, and I still don't understand what happened. There was a few laps to go. They started to let them, you know, go back. And then it just kind of ended under uh, like a safety car or whatever. So kind of confused at the end. I don't want to take up time on it, but it was like, I need to extend my, uh, my DVR there longer, I guess, for these ones that uh, go or in the wee, wee at night. So, well, they have a three hour time limit. So uh, I usually extend mine an hour. So that okay. should, that should cover me the whole time. Hopefully. And luckily, there's been a couple of races that have been have gone long, you know, because of weather or whatever, or you know, like I said, the red flags. And I've been lucky enough to catch all of the races. You know, like last year, they had a couple like that. It's really, you know, seven crashes and one out by engine. So eight, eight out of the out of the group. So you don't see that a lot. Mm-hmm. But all right, moving over to IndyCar. That was the 2023 Expel 375. Sunday, April 2nd at Texas Motor Speedway. Joseph Newgarden was our winner. Uh, Patricia Ward was second. Yeah, I think that's – he came in second last week too, didn't he? Or last last race too, didn't he, uh, Ken? Yeah, I think he ended up finishing second. He had, was leading the race and uh, had something, I think, where there was a something wrong, like the gear didn't change or something, something strange oh, happened. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I he lost a gear or whatever. I don't think he lost a gear. I think it was something with a shift and he just got passed and he couldn't, he couldn't quite get back. Uh, yeah, he, I think he was. hit the button for when, for the pit road speed. That, what yes, he hit something. That's right. That's right. You're right. It was something like that. That sounds, uh, yeah. And he was actually leading. I mean, he was dominating this race at one point. So there were 28 cars started, which was the biggest field ever at Texas. And honestly, that's only five less than started Indy. Indy starts 33. So huge. So it did not take long at all, especially the, unfortunately, the Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan cars were struggling. So, 
I mean, they were they were lapping people quickly, and it was only halfway through the race ish, halfway ish, and it was literally just two guys on the lead lap. Award was just running away from and he lapping everybody. Uh, New Garden was I think eight seconds behind or so, and then there was uh, a caution and just the way everything cycled out ended in like eight cars on the lead lap, and then. But yeah, award. I mean, I get it. I'm I'm no I'm no award fan by any stretch of the imagination. But yeah, he had some heartbreak last week, and I mean, at least during that middle portion of the race, he was. I mean, he had a rocket ship. I, I hate using that term. I hate when they use that term for a car, but <laughs> it was what it was, and he was running away. Um, New Garden was hanging on, but um, yeah, so. Pretty rough for old Pato, but he is. But you know, you finish second, first two races of the year, you're probably going to be leading the points, and he is. Mm-hmm. Joseph Newgarden, uh, card wise, I think we talked about it before. Looks like the only thing that trading card database shows is the 2017 the Green Light IndyCar series. I think those are the cards that came with with the car, the Matchbox cars. And they don't even have driver photos. They're like the name and maybe the team logo or the driver logo, something like that. They're very, those yeah, cars are. They're showing they're two car- versions, one one, and then the other one with the 2017 Verizon IndyCar Series champion. So, Oh, he might, yeah. Yeah, because they'll do a die cast of the champion each year. Like they had the Willpower 64s uh, at the track, at the, you know, the merch tent. Yeah, we, we need some IndyCar cards. Yes. Uh, so that's that's it for uh, for him. And then next race is going to be Sunday, April 16th at 3 p.m. And that's going to be the Accurate Grand Prix of Long Beach. And the Grand Prix of Long Beach is an IndyCar Series race held on the street circuit in downtown Long Beach, California. 85 laps, 167.28 miles. That's going to be a cool race. It's a, that's always a good race. It's it's definitely the number two, you know, it's definitely the number two race on the schedule. If you're not, you want to win Indy, but you also want to win Long Beach. That's the the other, you know, they've gone in and out of tracks and, you know, gone to tracks, gone away from tracks, gone back. But I mean, it's third, I think about 30 something years that they've been going to Long Beach without pause. Wow. Yeah. And that's uh PSA is lo- located near there too. <laughs> but no cards to grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just think they're going to have pickleball cards before they have uh, oh my goodness. IndyCar cards. Sad but true. <laughs> yeah. Sad but true. Speaking of IndyCar, we'll go to our next segment. Ken, you had a little experience. You you mentioned it kind of briefly as you went to uh, Texas Motor Speedway. So, yeah, I was up there. Uh, I went Saturday. I did not actually go to the race. It would have been much more pleasant to go because this year, this was the first year, at least since I've lived down here, that the race was in the spring. It had been a early to mid uh, June race ever since I'd been down here where it's usually a hundred degrees and you guys know from going to the track and anybody that goes to the track, if it's a hundred degrees, uh, if it's a hundred degrees outside. It feels like 120 inside the track with all the concrete and everything. So definitely pleasant. And I think that made for the be- better racing kind of going back to the, going back to just the race just momentarily this consensus online seems to be that this was the best Texas race in a long time. And I do think that probably has something to do with being in the spring. Um, they did some other things. They, you know, they put an extra session in there to try and uh, to try and rubber up the second groove, uh, which allowed guys to run a little higher. Um, 
But yeah, I think the difference in it being, you know, 80 degrees on Saturday, 75, 80 degrees, I'm sorry, Sunday, uh, 75, 80 degrees versus being 100 made a huge difference in the racing. So there was that. But yeah, I got that. I went down to the track. Um, Mrs. Bean's ball card blog and I went up on Saturday. So you guys had talked about the uh, Ganassi racing packs. So I thought I'd give a little bit of an update. Um, so they had them at St. Pete, and I believe it was come to the American Legion tent, and they were doing something. I, I don't think I ever saw how they were giving them away, but they were there. I don't know how. So at Laguna, I think they were at, were they at Laguna Seca a couple weeks ago. Not IndyCar, but uh, one of the sports car series, they were giving them away. Sebring. They were at Sebring. Yes. yes. Sebring, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were there giving them away again. I'm not sure how they were, so – you know, I was hoping that that was kind of what was going to be on Saturday. Unfortunately, it didn't work that way. I went up I went up when I first got there, and then we went down and did the autograph signing, and I came and checked back on the way, uh, on the way out. And what he told me was that the drivers, the Ganassi drivers, actually had the packs. They were doing uh, some military appreciation type stuff. So if people had, like, American Legion stuff on, who was – you know, the 10 I was at and is a Ganassi car sponsor, American Legion is. They, uh, they're on Alex Pillow's car. But the drivers, if they saw somebody with, like, military-type stuff on, that's who they were giving the packs to. So, you know, unfortunately, I, uh, you know, was not able to get any of those, um, which was, you know, which thanks. But in my opinion, if they're going to give them out and only give them to certain people like that, I'm glad they're giving them to the military people. So, you know, yep. the, my, 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 I'll get off my soapbox now. What I did notice though, was that in place of normal hero cards, which are traditionally, you guys know, the hero cards are always bigger than a standard card size. Now, while these cards that were in the Ganassi packs are bigger than standard card size, they're not by much. They're just a little bit bigger, but it appears that the drivers like for autograph sessions and whatnot, they're using those specific cards in place of hero cards. So Mm. I, uh, yeah, so I, I can't remember which of the drivers it was. I'm having a brain fart. But anyway, like they had what looked like basically it was a, it was a Brown cardboard box, but it was like our set boxes, like our 800 count boxes, but it was probably like a thousand and they had them in there and that's what they were doing. They were signing and give and giving those away. Speaking of uh, cards and talking about normal size cards, I forgot to mention this to you guys before. I think I may have tagged you during the St. Pete. Did you see where there were some uh, Gainbridge was doing some Colton cards that they were giving away? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you do that. remember. Okay, so <laughs> while we were in line for the autograph session, there were people coming around like, hey, do you want a Colton Herta card? They had uh, Colton Herta and is it Nick Sanchez that drives the Gainbridge truck? Yes. He was on it too. It was both of them. I, I I apologize. I don't have the dang things here to show you, but they're basically trading card size and they were giving those away and they were specific to the event because they had Texas Motor Speedway on there. Both of them were wearing, you know, both of them were wearing cowboy hats, which we just call hats down here. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they, so there's a little something if you're a Colton Herta fan and I'm going to guess they're probably doing that for the truck races too with Nick Sanchez. And like I said, these ones actually said Texas motor speedway. So, you know, there's a little something extra out there. Cause Colton Herta is another guy that doesn't have any certified trading cards, at least that I know of. Um, so these are like promotional giveaways, but you know what? So were the STP cards that, you know, we talk about a mm-hmm. lot. Those were promotional giveaways. 
no, I don't think these are going to be worth $1,000 in the future. But I'm just saying those were there. And it was very cool, unfortunately. So the line, um, they broke it into two lines for the drivers. Uh, you know, 28 drivers in the field, so 14 on each side. Um, quickly going back, I had gone twice in the past. And unfortunately, this time I actually had to buy tickets for my wife and I to get in. Um, so it cost me $60 just to get in to get to the signing session. Now, that $60 was also good for the truck race. You know, it was good for the day. So it was good for the NASCAR truck race that was later. I just, you know, we weren't paying for that. We were there kind of one thing and one thing only. Um, so that changed, unfortunately. But, yeah, so you had two lines. Um, Mrs. Bean's ball card blog got in one line. I got in the other. The only one I thought that was going to be in her line that I had trading cards of was Scott Dixon. Uh, but I messed up, and unfortunately, Santino Ferrucci was also there. I had some Santino cars to get signed, um, but missed out on those. So pretty disappointed in those because you guys know that I, I am a Santino fan. Um, but yeah, so uh, was able to get some cards signed as we, you know, as we've talked about, y'all have talked about multiple times. IndyCar hasn't had an official trading card set since 2007. Um, there were only two guys running that I could get from that set. I don't even think I mentioned that to you, but the Ed Carpenter cards that were in there. Um, I don't remember if you put those on one of the slides or not. I, I just don't remember. Okay. So those two Scott Dixons on the edges, those are from the 2007 Rittenhouse. It was IRL then it wasn't even, well, I guess it does say IndyCar. So maybe it was IndyCar. Um, so those were from the last set 2007. I think those are considered as rookie cards. I would think they would be. I know he's in that Futera at some point. I don't know if that predates this, but as far as definitely a standard issue, you know, what we consider an official release in packs and whatnot. That Bridgestone card in the middle was a, uh, that was a five card like promotional set of some sort for Bridgestone um, from earlier than that. I want to say it's from like maybe 2003, 2004. He's the only current driver that was in it. All of the other drivers have been since been retired but yeah those uh the misses uh got those signed for me um i like the I silver. They, yeah it's a that is a so you guys asked when i showed you in our in our little closed chat that we do so when i was at hobby lobby looking for stuff those are sharpie paint pens which i did not know until two less than two weeks ago existed so that was what I had gotten a silver and a red and you'll see some of the red signatures later, but that was the one she had. Obviously I think the red would have shown up real nice on that middle card, but I'm just so happy with, uh, so happy with how it turned out. Um, I think Scott Dixon is what he probably, to be honest, is probably up, needs to be on the Mount Rushmore of IndyCar. Um, as far as just the number of wins, podiums, top fives. I mean, he's just, he's there. He's one or two. In just about every measurable statistic. Um, so yeah, I, I I've written on my website in the past. He's he's the greatest auto driver that nobody knows um, because he's up there and broken record. You know, up there with the Foyts and Andrettis. So oh, well, we're doing our part when he wins. So oh no, absolutely. But just in general, yeah, people, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah, people aren't gonna know. You know. He's up in that, you know, whoever your Mount Rushmore of NASCAR is, he's, he's at probably, he probably should be up there on the IndyCar side. Um, 
So there is yeah, that. Yeah, he, he's somebody, you know, <clears throat> we talk about NASCAR mm-hmm. and the affordability of it. IndyCar is the same way, right? <clears throat> uh, F1, you know, peaked and is coming down. So we have, you know, the great drivers of uh, F1, but uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity in uh, IndyCar and, and NASCAR. So, this, so he's with, one of them. He is. and with But with limited – of those guys, he probably has the fewest cards because, you know, the Foyts and Andrettis were around in the 80s, um, you know, in early 90s, you know, during the Junk Wax era, you know, and everything had you – know, even IndyCar had a lot of product released around then. So there's obviously a lot more Mario Andretti. Uh, a little bit more AJ Foyt. It's surprising actually how few cards AJ Foyt has. Um, I'm guessing he just didn't get the he just did not approve licensing for a lot of stuff. But we can talk about that another day. Um, but yeah, it was like I said, it was awesome. Uh, so the ones that are in red paint pen. So right there, Graham Rahal was. Uh, I got three cards signed by him. I only had one Elio card. You were talking about affordability. One of the things, though, is Elio's in some sets and Dixon's in some sets because they were uh, Penske and Ganassi drivers, so they were in a couple of uh, Press Pass Legends sets. But those cards have really dried up. I don't have much of an ability to find those, and when I do, they're on eBay for like $5. So, um, yeah, if you ever find those cheaply, that might be something to – Grab, especially if you're ever going to have the opportunity to go a race and maybe get them to sign. Uh, as you see there, Graham Rahal was in Goodwin Champions so, uh, a few years ago, so he has some cards. Marco Andretti, who was not at the, in the race, he's got some of those. Will Power as well, although I ordered some, and they, I ordered them a week before the race, and it still doesn't even show that it's uh, been scanned for the first time by USPS. So pretty disappointed I didn't have anything, any cards to get signed uh, by Will Power. Yeah, I've been picking up some willpowers. I think it was in the Goodwill Champions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can pick and them up be, for nothing. Especially on Calm C because of EPAC and whatnot. You can get most of those. I've bought so many uh, Marco and Ray Hall and willpower autographs for less than two bucks off Calm C over time. They're really not there anymore because it's an old enough issue that I pretty much bought them up. Uh, at least if they're. Whatever you didn't buy, I bought. So, yeah, yeah. whatever's under a couple bucks. Yeah, I mean, I've probably got a dozen of each of those guys between two comedy accounts. So, yeah, really happy. So that is a red Sharpie paint pen. Um, and, I mean, on those good wins, which are more, you know, a card stock, I think the uh, splash of color there on your right, I think it, I think that might be a little bit more of a canvas feel, if I remember correctly. Uh, the Goodwin Champions, though, is more of like a Topps Heritage type stock, which – there's no real equivalent over in the NASCAR, you know, for me to really, I think everything in NASCAR is glossy of some sort. There's not, not a more traditional uh, set out yeah, there. Not from Panini. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Cause I said the one might be canvas might be like those old press pass motorsports masters that you guys know. I like the signatures on so much cause they're canvas and they just kind of, they soak up that ink so well and just look so beautiful. Um, but yeah, so there's there. I mean, you got Elio Castroneves, uh, one of only four four time Indianapolis 500 drivers. A little disappointed he, he used the red paint pen over the, the red uniform, but wh- I don't know what was he gonna do sign over his face. I mean, <laughs> I, wouldn't have complained. I wouldn't have complained, but I understand why a driver wouldn't do that, so you know, can't really, really, fall. yeah, there's not many drivers that that would usually uh, they'll do with. What he did there, or they'll sign it either above their head or on, you know, mm-hmm. turn the card sideways and go 
I've seen some of the old time NASCAR guys on their 88 max cards do that. So like buddy Arrington and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Something else nice in these is, you know, now that we see Romain Grosjean. So I ended up, so I told you I had to buy two tickets. So it cost me 60 to get in. Um, I got 21 cards signed. 20 of them came out great. As you can see on the Sapphire gold there, that's numbered out of 50. It got smeared, but that was totally my fault. That was, yeah, totally my my finger ended up in it too quickly. That paint pen dries in about 10 seconds, but apparently uh, that was long. That was uh, still too long for me. I actually put my finger on it, which was, like I said, it, it, it sucks because it was a card numbered out of 50. But those were the only two Grosjean cards that I had. Um, so that's part of the casualty, though, when you have a line like that. So you got with driver after driver after driver, and you're shuffling cards in and out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you need time to dry. Then you also need to pull cards out for the next guy, or, or you know, if you have them in a, uh, do you have them? Did you have them in a book? You have them in uh, top loaders? How did you? So since you want to talk about that, that's awesome. So I talked to my friend Bo, uh, one million Cubs. I'm, I know you guys yeah. know him mm -hmm. well. So I had asked him because in a in a Twitter chat he had talked about what he does because he goes to spring training every year and gets autographs and he puts them. He gets he got like. So this is why I was at Hobby Lobby and found those Sharpies. He uses like an artist, like watercolor book, you know, that's got the thicker paper stock. And then he uses like the photo corners, mm -hmm. puts them on the corners and sticks them in. And I got the book was going to do that. And I thought exactly what you said about shuffling them. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's not a good idea because I don't know who's going to be together. I've got to now flip pages to find these. So what I actually did is something that I've done on TTMs before. So I took, uh, so I had some cereal boxes, so I just cut them apart, you know, the big part, and then I actually used those same photo corners, and like on the one with Grosjean, I think I had seven cards on there, so I was like, hey, can you sign these two? And I turned them, because these two were the the uh, horizontal cards, everything else was vertical, so he signed it, so where he signed it and where it smeared was actually right at the top, so that's why I where I grabbed it, and that's how I think it got smeared. But all of the other autographs turned out well, so this is definitely something I'll do again. I've done that in the past with uh, TTMs so that the, 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 the athlete doesn't have to, you know, they don't have to shuffle through cards. They don't have to put a bunch of cards back in. They don't sit one on top of another and it's smear. So that was the, the thinking on that. And, you know, if anybody's interested in seeing exactly what I did, I have some pictures. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Beans Ball Card Blog. You can send me a message there or Twitter. I'm Bean, Beans B Card Blog, but would be happy to show anyone what I did. Uh, but yep, yep, that's how I handled those. Um, so Callum Eilat. So you know, if you if you buy the F1, uh, or if you do the F1 cards, you know he's in 2020. That's the only one he's in. So happy with how that red pen showed up on those two cards. Just absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, those then, look nice. Yeah, I was so happy with how those turned out. And Christian Lundgaard, he's actually was the first one in my line. And I briefly mentioned to him, so I know, so you guys know I used to live in Indianapolis. Well, my card shop up there was Indy Card Exchange. Well, probably about six, seven weeks ago, Christian Lundgaard, Jack Harvey, who's his teammate on Ray Hall Letterman, and Connor Daly, who a lot of the people listening to the show may know because he ran the NASCAR race a few weeks ago. And he does a show with... Uh, Dale Earnhardt's Dirty Mo Media. He does a weekly show. Um, but anyway, they were up at IndyCard Exchange, and I mentioned that I had seen that. He's like, 
yeah, I pulled a one-on-one, and I think it was a Valtteri Botas was who he pulled, but he was super excited, uh, you know, that about the card and about his pull and all that. So I thought that was kind of fun. Maybe those guys, uh, apparently, uh, from what I've heard from someone through the grapevine, so you take it for what it's worth, but he talked, he said he talked to uh, Connor just for a minute or so at St. Pete. And yeah, Connor is big into it, loves it, and is trying to force the issue wherever he can. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed he can have some pull. Yeah, exactly. We need more of the drivers interested in the cards. Mm-hmm. So. And I like I I'd mentioned Ed Carpenter while I showed that. To, I can't remember who was sitting with him. Oh, he was sitting right by Renus VK, who's one of his drivers. Ed Carpenter owns the team, but he was in that 2007 Rittenhouse set. And I just kind of said to, you know, I asked him to sign him on. And I said to VK, I'm like, hey, you want to you want to see your boss like 15 years ago when he looked like a little boy? They both got a pretty good chuckle out of that one. So that was fun. <laughs> I did kind of the same thing with Kyle Larson when he was with Chip Canassi through one of the media days. I uh, gave him. Uh, Chip Canassi, I think it was the PPG from 83. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, next time you get in trouble, whatever, pull that, pull that out in the conference room or whatever. And, um, you know, kind of yeah. divert the attention. Yeah. I have some of those I'd love to get signed, but obviously this is just a purely, it's purely just a driver signing. So, but yeah, right, I, def- right. I definitely have some of those. Yeah. I, you know, and it's just little things like that, that, you know, you get to slightly interact for just a moment and it kind of breaks up the monotony for them of thank you. You know, you're welcome. Cause most people are just getting the hero card going through. Um, so it just, it breaks it up a little bit. And I got to say that, you know, despite their, uh, what, you know, how these guys can come off sometimes because, I mean, they're they're competitors and you catch them in a bad moment and they can be a little gruff. But everybody was – everyone that I dealt with was kind and it's pretty much been that way every time I've, uh, you know, gone through an autograph signing or been in the garage and caught them. Um, the one that was a little surprising, he was a little gruff, was uh, Will Power because he is definitely like a people person. Well, there was a practice before the autograph signing, and I didn't see the practice. I didn't realize that, uh, <clears throat> yeah, he was having some uh, challenges with his car. So, fair that he wasn't necessarily, you know, in the most chipper yeah. mood. He had other things yeah. on his mind. So, <laughs> completely understood after. I, I was For me, I wasn't taken aback. He was not, not rude or anything. He was just very to the point. You know, he had a lot going on in his head. So, completely get it. But yeah, so that's what I did. Um, yeah, any follow-up ended up. I mean, so I think between my wife and I, uh, we got all 28 drivers because everybody has their hero cards they sign. Um, like I said, there were, you know, some guys we didn't get pictured there. He didn't get the Ed Carpenters pictured. Um, Elio, yeah, I think everybody I had a card of, uh, we saw other than Ed Carpenter. So yeah, it was, and it's, it's fun to get these because what I'll do is I'll eventually send these over to my buddy Garrett at, slab city and i'll send these off to get uh to go to psa to get mostly for the just the encapsulation for the consistency yeah i mean yeah they're going to certify the autograph but you know it's not really why i'm doing it but in time i'm going to get all of these over there and they'll match some others because i uh some other guys in the f1 group that we've talked about hey i had bought a couple of christian lungard ones that he had signed for him so i bought those off of him a couple months ago and we'll send those off and uh just something unique to add to my collection. And, you know, with a lot of these guys not having cards, you know, it's pretty rare. He had a whole lot of these. Yeah. So, make, your, make your own collectible. So was Michael Andretti there signing? No, I mean, again, with him being a car owner, I didn't even have, I didn't take anything for him. 
he might have he might have signed had I like been in the been in the garage area or something. Knowing knowing what I know he probably wasn't. He's he, he's just tough to get. I mean, he's a he's a busy man. He's the car owner, no differently than Chip Ganassi is. Mario's actually a little bit easier to get a hold of just because even though he's kind of with the team, like he doesn't have a role role, you know, he just he's kind of uh yeah, almost an ambassador. Legend. But <laughs> Yeah, not but not just for you know not just for Andretti Autosport, but also for Firestone and all of the people that he's worked with for hell fifty years. Yep, well, cool. Yeah, Sounds like you had a great time. I did, I did. Like I said, you know, little gripes about you know having to do the ticket this year, which I never had to do before. But again, when I break it down, you think about it. I got twenty one autographs, so you know, I I paid three dollars to get each autograph. Who who most. Most NASCAR fans would pay three dollars a piece to be able to meet and get a quick autograph from, yeah, oh, absolutely. you know, drivers. So you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Oh, I had mentioned I didn't have a willpower, so I did at the uh, concession before the race, uh, the merch tent. I did buy a willpower Avenue, you know, kind of fake street sign, and he signed that for me. So I do have that. I haven't. I don't think I'd shown you guys that. And then one other thing I got, which you guys could be interested in, just because I, I feel like you've heard him. So you know who Paul Page is, right? The announcer. Mm-hmm. Do you know he had a book released within the last, I don't know, three, six months? Mm-mm. Yeah, he had uh, he has a book that got released. I think from I think it was through I think it was through Octane Press, which you guys may or may not know because they do mostly racing books. Uh, but they actually had that at the merch tent as well. So I did grab one of those. Um would have been cool to have seen him there and gotten it signed because you guys know I'm an announcer guy. Uh, I mean, I have a that's what I wanted to do when I went to college. I have a TV and radio broadcasting degree. Um, wanted to do radio because, as you can see, I have a face for radio. Um, <laughs> we all but, do, but it is what it is. And then, yeah, uh, Rojan also had a book. I didn't get it. Uh, hindsight being 2020, I should have bought it so he could have signed it. But it was uh, somewhat involved. It, I can't remember what the title of it is, but it, it's something about surviving. So definitely uh, referring back to that wreck he had in F1, his final year there. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think there's anything uh, earth shattering left I wanted to say. But yeah, if you guys had any other whatever, I'm happy to chat as long as you right. like. Well, I think, um, Logan, if you don't have anything, move over to our next segment about mm-hmm. National Treasures. Yeah, let's let's talk about national treasures. I think you have the sell sheet, don't you? Yep. Uh, what do I want to do? I'm turning that off. Okay. All right. You you realize uh, real quick? I'll just tell everybody that these that national treasures is still available on the Panini website. And how much? Four hundred bucks. Okay. And it's configured with eight cards, a pack, one pack per box, four a pack, four boxes a pack. I'm sorry, four boxes a case. So eight cards a, a eight cards a box, four boxes in a case. Uh, box breaks down with four autographs, three memorabilia, one base parallel, and one booklet. That adds up to nine, on average. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, can I raise my hand here just to ask a question? Yeah. So just to clarify, you said eight cards per pack. Oh, eight, okay, never mind. Eight cards per pack, one pack per box. Okay, never mind. I'll just go back and hide it. No, not a problem. Um, so 
I think I want to say it's 2016. They've been putting this out. I think it was one year they didn't have NT, but for the most part, this is one of the, this is the high end for NASCAR. Uh, it's, you know, it's high risk, high reward uh, for NT. Um, you know, here, some of the samples, kind of what they look like. The booklets are, you know, we, they have some pretty amazing <laughs> booklets. And then there's some other booklets that are very underwhelming as well, where you can get two pieces of sheet metal, jumbo sheet metal, or jumbo fabric. But um, but then you could get the 101s, you know, like the Dale Jr. there with the Chevy uh, patch. You know, there's some pretty epic patches in there which we'll we'll see and then the base card is in the middle um a lot of rookie rookie patches in it i don't remember it being this heavy with rookies but uh again this is kind of not my uh wheelhouse collecting this is one of the things i'm, I'm more of a dunrus type uh set builder type guy so you can do that in national treasures but it is uh it's an epic build. Yeah, it is. Um, the set is like, I think that if you collect the base set, it's 116 cards. And six of those are those rookie patch autos. You know, and they've done that in the past, you know, where they've had the rookie patch autos as part of the base set. So that makes getting the, the base set a little bit tougher. So here is the, the checklist here with... Um, checklist down here. Yeah, so 110 cards, serial numbered, all 25. They have the different parallels with the hollow silver to 15, gold to 10, and hollow platinum blue 101s. You have the base cards. There's the midnight so, uh, set in the subset in there, and then the rookies 107 to 160, 16. I'm just looking at some of the Corey Heim, uh, Carson Hosova, Ferrucci, Parsons, Tony Brendinger, and Zachary Tinkle. <laughs> and then the, your patches are BJ McLeod, Colby Howard, Matt Mills, Nick Sanchez, Tyler Akram, and Sammy Smith. So, have you seen how Sammy Smith has signed his autograph now? Uh, yeah, it's super small. He's got two S's. <laughs> yeah, two S's. They overlap. Yeah. Kind of like Scott Speed. Remember his autograph, Ken? With the dollar sign or whatever, two dollar signs. Yeah, yeah. Scott Speed was almost like a dollar sign kind of thing. He definitely, and, he definitely was not money. No. <laughs> Get some change back. Anyway, anyway <laughs> um, there's. A lot of what would you call them? Parallel? No, not parallel. Insert sets. Uh, a lot oh, of gosh. signatures this... and jumbo hat signatures. Your jumbo shoe, which I've seen some of the photos. They just kind of they don't look right. Um, I, I thought it was a joke where you have this big jumbo like patch and then this square piece of something protruding out of the. Out of, out of the patch, you know, like it's a you know piece of the shoe or whatever. It's it's really weird. It, it is weird looking. I 
I've, I've actually got a box of national treasures down here somewhere. I don't know what I did with it. <laughs> oh, here it is. Um, I hope I, I hope I don't get that in this box, <laughs> honestly, because I just don't like the way they look. Yeah, I, I thought it was a joke when I saw them. I was really, it was really weird looking. So, uh, those legendary, legendary signatures again, it's just there's a bunch, it is loaded with stuff. There's some low number, uh, stuff in here as well. The mega stars, I get like the Jeff Gordon, I saw a numbered out of two, the you know, Kyle Bush here out of five. Uh, plenty of Jeff Burton's at 99, though. Oh, yeah. And, and Bob Halson at 99. So, yeah, you know, as far as the memorabilia goes, they've got fire suits, gloves, and of course, they have the laundry tags off the fire suits. They have shoes, hats, sheet metal, and tires. So, they've got a plethora of. <laughs> Of memorabilia that they're using this year in National Treasures. All you're missing is the engine. You put your, get enough to put a car together. Just about. <laughs> so did you did you see how many cards were in the master set? There's 2,876 cards. If you were able, able to get every single card in the master set. And within that, there's 858 one-of-ones. Wow. Yeah. You know, just, you had, go ahead. No, I was gonna say doing doing math. I'm like, you know, you get one on one per case or whatever. So is that 800 and something cases? I don't know. It's who knows. I saw somebody the other day that got two two one on one booklets out of out of a out of, out of their box. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But uh, there's one glaring omission this year in this set that they've you know they've had in the past that they don't have this year it's the cut autos there's no cut autos here really okay so that <clears throat> subset kind of dies then yeah i don't know if they used up all of their their cut That's autos right. that they had or what the deal was with that but there's no cut autos this year i was kind of disappointed with that i i was hoping you know I, every year i hope to get one of those pull one i know yeah you like collecting that set that is a massive checklist oh it's a, it is a massive checklist and, you know, there's one thing that I don't, it's not Panini's fault, but there, to me, there's, there's really too many redemptions this year. Uh, you've got Brad, Brad Kay, Carson Hosevar, Bubba Wallace, Chase Elliott, Haley Deegan, Ty Gibbs, or I should say Ty freaking Gibbs, uh, Denny Hamlin, the Richard Petty, Daryl Waltrip dual auto, which that one's weird because they each have single cards that are signed. I got a feeling that the cars didn't make it from one place to the other to get the dual signature in time. And then you've got Dale Jarrett and Rusty Wallace redemptions and the holdup is Rusty Wallace. It always is. He's, he just doesn't freaking care. I mean, it's just, that's, it's that simple. Uh, and then you've got the Haley, Haley Deegan, Tony Brydinger and Haley's the holdup on that one. And then last but not least, you've got Dale Jr. And Daryl Waltrip. And again, that's like the, the Petty Waltrip, you know, they each have single card signed, but the duel's not signed. So, I, again, I guess I, I'm sure it probably didn't make it from one place to the other in time. So that's that's the redemption. So there's way too many redemptions, in my opinion, going on this and so year. No, and no um, mess-ups that we know of, like Junior's, I don't say notorious for, but new, Junior's helped create, you know, with the Danica didn't sign stuff and uh, – 
Earnhardt Jr.'s daughter signed some cards as well. Oh, yeah. Well, she added her signature on there. Yeah. No, I haven't seen any. I, I think Joey Logano may have done some. I think oh, he, I, think I think you're he, right. Now that you say that, I wonder I think if he had uh, like 2X champ or something. He did something to some of them. Yeah. Now that you say that, I kind of jogged my memory. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I like the set this year. Um, you know, of course, there's some people in there that, you know, I say this every year that I don't think belong in there. I mean, you know, like Zachary Tinkle and, you know, Jade Buford and guys like that. No offense to those guys at all, again. I, but, you know, I guess that's why the price point's 400 bucks, though. It's it's affordable. Well, yeah, now you say that. I was like Derek Cope and uh, Danica Patrick. I don't know if Michael Waltrip's in this or not. I haven't seen Michael Waltrip. Yeah, some of them, Jeff Burton. Yeah, some of them I can definitely understand, but, you know, maybe they need some of the field or, you know, thin it out some. So, again, at that price point. So, but again, this is kind of not in my, my wheelhouse. I love the the base set. Uh, that is a tough set to build, all numbered twenty five. Yes, it is. Uh, you, I thought you know the Spectra set was tough to build. This is probably the the most difficult set to build each year. And the the rookie patch autographs remind me. People don't might not remember, but the twenty sixteen certified. It was kind of like this as well. The last four or five cards of the 2016 certified were rookie patch autographs as well. So I think in 2018 as well. Yeah, I remember. Yes, I I remember that. That's a nice little kind of SP kind of finish to the set. All right. Yeah. um, So I got some questions for you. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of different subsets in here. Do you have a favorite subset that you like out of these, or do you just kind of, you know, whatever? So I, I like the base set. I think that is uh, a difficult challenge, but I don't think it's would be too expensive. I think the rookies might be more of the expensive side. Um, it seems like uh, some of the, the ladies are going to be expensive. And then some of the, the rookies that we've seen winning, um, you know, at a $400 price point. And we know what the kind of the memorabilia stuff goes for and, and base stuff. So, um, but I do like the, if you want to give me, I don't know, a subset, if it is a subset, the rookie patch autograph. Yeah, those are cool. I, um... I, I like those. And I wasn't yeah, sure you, about the min the midnight set. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what that's all about yet. I haven't I haven't quite figured that one out yet. So I kind of looked on eBay a little bit, and I think I don't know if they're sketched in in black. Is is the difference? But again, with only what has it been a few days or week, uh, not you know finding a lot of examples on on eBay yet. So yeah. Well, I like the uh, person. I like the dual autographs. I think they're pretty neat. Um, you know, I saw one with uh, Terry and Bobby Labonte on there. I thought that was pretty neat. Somebody picked that one up for a really good price and 
you know, those, those guys are two two Hall of Famers. Yeah, Chase and his dad. Uh, so yeah, look at you know those are those are pretty neat. Uh, but Gordon and Jimmy Johnson numbered out of three. Yeah. So also another question I got for you too is, you know, is, is there a key card that everybody's going to want to try to get? Is there the hit? You know, like the LeBron James patch out of um, whatever it was. I guess it was National Treasure. No, it wasn't Treasures. National Treasure. I forget what it was. I'm not a. I apologize, but I'm not a basketball. Yeah, collector. I, I think it's the mm. Sammy Smith or Nick mm. Nick Sanchez low number. Um, like the rookie, the rookie patch autograph midnight. The Nick Sanchez is out of five. Sammy Smith's yeah. 15, which is, you know, a lot more than um, the the other the other few. So and then they've got you know, there's there's one ones. So yeah, of course everybody's gonna be going after uh, any of the monster or you know the the Denny Hamlin FedEx or Earnhardt Jr. Chevy or any of those guys that is their primary sponsor on the, those fire suit one-on-ones uh, laundry tags are another big one that they kind of get sucked up and never come out of collections. That's true. Uh, you know, I was, I was looking at some of those and I'm thinking maybe the Jeff and Jimmy dual auto one-on-one would be a pretty hefty card to, to hit uh, as well out of these. But like I said, there, to me, there's really not the card that everybody's looking for. Uh, you know, there, there may be a handful of cards that people would really want to get, but there's not, you know, hey, there's going to be this, you know, I, I was, here's what I was really hoping for, because, you know, we had talked to Tim Trout last year at the National, I was hoping maybe there would be like a one of one Dale Earnhardt cut signature in here, and now if they had that, that would be the card to get. Yes, that that would definitely be, especially if they did a, a cut signature and uh you know, GM Goodwrench patch or something, but I guess uh, that license hasn't come through. Yeah, I guess it hasn't. But that would, like I said, that would be a prime example of, of something that would be the card, which we don't have the card in here. Yeah. Again, you know, NASCAR is a little different than the other. So I saw where, I don't know, it was a blowout. I had the bounty on a tops set all SPs. SSPs. It was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a three hundred and thirty card set. Yep. And there was somebody ripping cases and cases and cases looking for those things. Yep. They were going to spend more money trying to get it than than they would get once they got it. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we never get those big those big bounties. Of course, you know we we don't have those big cards in there. So I guess I think Logan, to your point, if we ever got a Earnhardt Auto. You know, GM Goodrich, that would be the closest as one of these uh, uh, bounties on the card. Yeah, I know Ken would love that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I think we had his price range within a few minutes. Only if I pulled it, brother. Only if I pulled it. But what <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, though, is, you know, it's an interesting conversation. You're talking about the card, the chase card, which, and again, I, you know, I pay attention to pretty much most sports cards at least at a uh you know a top level has there really ever been that in nascar i i think kind of what val said nascar is just different and racing 
in general, racing is probably different, but in Formula One, I think we know it would be a Lewis Hamilton or a, you know, Verstappen one of one. But do you recall in previous like National Treasures, was there a, you know, the card? No, not really. I mean, I think the closest that the card would be, in my opinion, was the cut autos, getting those, the one of ones out of those. Uh, I know there yep. was like last year there was a Junior Johnson. That wouldn't that wouldn't be the one you'd want, but there was a Junior Johnson one of one that I was able to to get from my buddy Justin Channels. Um, but I, I would think some cut autos like that, you know, of maybe some legends, or you know, maybe Richard Petty. I don't know. You know, it's it's hard to say. But you're right. There there really never has been the card not the triple logo man or stuff like they have in basketball or some of these other sports yeah i just don't know i it you know you can argue who's the you know there's an argument for what maybe 10 guys that you could put a legitimate argument for you know the best driver ever but obviously richard petty is one of those and he has so many cards out there already Yep. You know, I'm not trying to crap on it at all, but I mean, he's got how many one of ones does Richard Petty already have? You know, Jeff Gordon, For I don't feel like his collectability or his how people collect him, I don't think is on level with where he would stand in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was. Yeah, I think it, it would take it would almost take an Earnhardt, um, you know, because a lost him young, lost him before. You know, a lot of autograph cards were coming out, just all of those things. And, you know, it's one of those unique things in racing. There's a mystique about him because of how how he passed. Yeah. So there's always that level. So, yeah, I was just curious, again, not being big in NASCAR, if there had been that card or that driver in the past. I mean, we know that like the first year upper deck that Earnhardt was in there. That's the big thing. Yeah. You know, that was the card. Um, but again, times have changed. That was, you know, 25, almost 30 years ago. You know, I, I would kind of like to see something like a cut fireball Roberts card. You just, he, I don't think he's ever had any pack issued cards, you know, that were autographed, you know, any kind of cuts ever that, I, that I'm aware of. No, he hasn't. Yeah. Could so. you do uh what are, so what are we at now? Are we at the, we're at 75 years, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could could you do seventy five one of ones of each driver that's on that list? You know, something like that. I mean, I know that some of those are going to be very expensive, very difficult. You know, probably like a Ralph Earnhardt, Lee Petty. You know, those are gonna those are gonna be tough. Um, but well, but but it being tough to get and being expensive is why there's that chase for it. So exactly, you can't, you can't have one without the other. Well, so bring, hopefully. Hopefully Panini will will do something like that for the 75th anniversary because you know next that'll be the 2023 National Treasures. So we will need to put a bug in Tim Trout's ears and everybody else's ears up there at the National when we go this year to see, you know, let them know, hey, this we'd like to see this and see see what they think. Man, I'm just trying to get them to use a checkerboard pattern for the outside of the box. Yeah. Can't even get that. So, no, but, but it is nice and white. Well, nice. As long as it doesn't look like the football, or the basketball. Oh my goodness, trying to find. Oh, I know. <clears throat> anyway, but can you kind of alluded? Uh, you know, seventy-five years of NASCAR, and NASCAR trading cards have been, as said, has been reduced 
at least one set a year for the last 35 years. We have 35 years of NASCAR trading cards. Wow. It's hard to believe 88, 88 Max is that old. <laughs> you know, yep. before that, we had some, you know, various years, but it wasn't contiguous. Yep. So, so yeah, that's what we, we, do you have anything else, Val, that you want to talk about on National Treasures? Uh, I do not. I think that's all I got. Let me check my notes real quick, make sure there's nothing I'm forgetting about that. Uh, no, I think we're we're clean and green. All right. Uh, so I guess it's time to cue the music. music. Oh, yeah, we got we got a couple more little things we need to talk about real quick. All right, hit it. All right, real quick. 2023 Donruss is coming out soon. It's on Panini's website. They don't have a date, but Blowout has a date of 5-12-23. So, and, and they've got $80 pre-sale on it with $1,600 for a 20-box case. I'm sure that price will come down just a little bit. You think so? Yeah. All right. And then well, I did notice that the retros are, are still there. And uh, just as a refresher, they started in 2017 with the 1984 Dunruss retro all the way up until last year. But instead of 1989, Dunruss retro they went to 1981, and then in 2023, they're back to 1990 retro. So I don't know what was wrong with 1989, but uh, they're, they're starting back with 1990. So, Yeah, and, and it also, as we all know, the Mint Collective was this past weekend. Panini gave out silver packs of the 2022 Donruss Optic Yellow Gold Pulsar cards. Like the ones that Joey Logano's got. All right, people, if you like giveaways, we got a wicked giveaway for you. Sorry, I had that. <laughs> April, <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> that mysterious yeah. case. Yes. So we don't know what, what Joey's done with that, if he threw it away or if it's sitting in the closet uh, under some fire suits or. But Panini had another case, apparently. So they, I think they've got more than they let on. Um, of course, we all know that that was the print mistake where they reversed the Pantone color numbers and they got instead of the green, they got the yellow or gold or whatever they want to call it. Yeah, it's really confusing because it kind of looks like the the gold version is just not numbered. So legit gold is numbered out of ten. The Joey Logano packs are not numbered. Yeah, I, I can see it now at the Mint Collective. All the all those high roller guys there that are there, and they get this pa silver pack of NASCAR, and they're going, "I'm selling this." So that's yeah, you know, or they pitched it. Uh, so you know that's good for us because now they're going to put it on on eBay and sell them. So at least we can hopefully get some. Right. So at least the the good news is that some of these cars will now will hit the secondary market for the driver collector or yeah, second collector. Sure. So. And let's see, is that is that all that we've got? Oh, we got one more thing we want to talk about, Val. Do you have a picture of that? Um, this past week, before we get to King's Court, I want to talk about real quick. This on the 31st of March, there was the 1996 Pinnacle Zenith Highlights Dale Earnhardt Seven Wonders card that was on there. And uh do you have a picture of that, Val? Did you let me let me uh work on that? I I I bundled it in the King's Court. Hold on. Oh, you did? Mm. But anyway, 
Uh, this card ended up at the last minute going from like eight hundred and ninety dollars to a, a total of there you go. Yeah, two thousand four hundred thirteen dollars and eighty eight cents with sixty four bids. I just wanted to highlight this because uh, you just don't see the Earnhardt cards going like this. Uh, do do I think it's inflated? Yes, I think that that price is inflated. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh, definitely. Evil shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what is it numbered out of? Not like 72 or something? Me, yeah, some kind of, yeah, it's uh, 94. 94. 94, okay. So it is, I think it is, it is scarce and it is a card, um, you know, folks are chasing, but on the other hand, it's not autographed. It was autographed, then I could say, okay. I don't know what those diamonds would rate. I would imagine they're just probably diamond chips. They're not anything. Cubic zirconia. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true too, right? Yeah. Uh, so I definitely think it's worth a few hundred, but, and again, I don't know. I didn't look at the condition. Maybe if it's, if this was a PSA 10, then maybe I can make a case for it because of the stock. I believe it's thicker those dark corners would chip, you know, easy and that foil on the front. So, you know, maybe if it's a PSA 10 in my mind, it's worth that, but I, I don't know. I, no, I, I, don't. I, I totally agree with you. If it was a PSA 10, uh, it'd be worth all that all day long. Agree. But it's a raw card. Um, like I said, it's not autographed and those thicker stock cards with foil are prone to chipping, like you said. So, it's that's not that card is not going to grade anywhere close to a 10. You know, they'll be lucky to, for it to be a six or a seven, you know, if they get it graded. Uh, and so, it's numbered out of 94, it's not out of 10 or something. True, yes. So, I mean, they're there, there, and I'm sure there's still some in in boxes that have yet to be discovered. Hopefully, he's in one of the ones I'm sitting on. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that may open up one day, uh, exactly. But anyway, I just wanted to bring this to everybody's attention before we started King's Court, because uh, what we're going to do with King's Court, we'll tell you here in a minute. But I just wanted to bring this to everybody's attention and, and show you uh, how much this went for. And maybe we'll see it again. <laughs> yeah, I looked today. I did not see it relisted, but that doesn't mean it won't be. Yeah, I, I mean, there's definitely shenanigans going on. I've been chasing... Um, one of the scarcer Jeff Gordon cards, the 95 Optima XL, I think it is. And I lost out on the first time it got relisted and I lost out on the second time. I'm, I'm expecting it to be relisted again. So, you know, when the zero person comes in and wins it all of a sudden, or the zero guy lists it and the, the higher number comes in with all the bids and wins it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so you know what that's time for, man. It's time for a little bit of music. Okay. Well, by popular demand this week and this week only, we've got a special King's Court all 2022 national treasures no formula one no potential 
IndyCar, no potential NHRA. It's all National Treasures. So I'm going to get started with this one. Uh, I have an honorable mention, and strictly it's just because it's my hero, the king. This was on the 5th of April. It's a 2022 National Treasures Race Gear Graphs Auto Patch. It says it's a super short print out of 20. They had a price of 900, 900. They had price of $99.99. <laughs> and somebody went click. And they bought it for $99.99. That wasn't you? It wasn't me. Okay. I'm hoping I pull one out of my box. There you go. Nice. So that well, you, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, not a lot of uh, dryer suit his left. So, no, there's really not because, you know, as we've talked about before, back in the day when those guys had a driver's suit, they wore it like all year. I mean, it's not like it is now where they have a different driver's suit for every race. Yeah, I don't know if they kept those old stuff if they got pitched. Well, I know Fred Lorenzen told me one time uh, when I went over to his house that he had in his attic, he had all his fire suits were in the attic. And you know, I, I know I've known since then that the, the Hall of Fame's gotten a few and there's been some other things that, you know, other. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. But they <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of them did keep them. All right. All right. So next up is our Joker of the Week. This was also on the 5th of April. 2022 National Treasures Brett Moffitt Fire it, Suit Patch Booklet. It, it, off it. Yeah, yeah. That that's kind of why I got this as a as a joker because I think that one could have been cut better. I think they could have had the the whole Moffitt on there and probably got most of the Brett on there, and it would have been a lot better looking card. But yeah. It, but it is a one of one. It's the nameplate. They were asking $499.99 for this card. They accepted a best offer of $100. $100. $100. That's all. So somebody got a good deal, I think. Yeah, I, I just looking at this and it's whoever whoever did this. <laughs> I, it was like close to lunchtime or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think about this. Snip, snip, snip. Yeah, I got. I got to go drink a beer. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, it just took like an extra few seconds. I mean, oh my goodness. They could literally. I, they could have had all of Moffat on there, and I think they could have got most of Brett on there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you're definitely right because at least you could have went to the front end of the Moffat and taken off like the last T if you had to do something, not take off the front of the M. Yeah, I know. And why do you take off the front of the Brett and not, you know, take off one of the T's in the Brett? But I think you would have had plenty of room for the B. For the B. That is just total. <laughs> yeah, that was just, like you said, somebody, somebody, they were, they were ready to go to lunch. <laughs> yeah, or, or it's like, you know, uh, 4.30 or something. <laughs> yeah, 4.30 on a Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. hold on, click, click, click. Listen, we're, we're done. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. That, yeah, that, that, I just, that is like worth different. $100 just to have that. That is, uh, I'm going to have to yeah. check eBay for stuff like that. That is just. Yeah, yeah. somebody picked up a good deal on that, though, I thought. So, oh all right, next up is our Jack of the Week. This was on the 3rd of April. Um. Uh, here you go, Ken. Nick Sanchez, 2022 National Treasures Fire Suit Auto Logo Patch Booklet 101. They had a buy it now price of $299.99. It 
Somebody liked this one a lot. And they also went, click, and they bought it for $299.99. What do you think about that one, Ken? That's pretty cool. Sure. <laughs> technical Institute. Again, I, I would have moved it over more to the right and grabbed more of the front end of the Technical Institute. These are all, I guess, the way they load it up to the left or the right. I think I remember somebody saying that he's amazed that the, they get them in there anyway. But I like that embroidery or whatever. Yeah, it is embroidery. The yeah, Technical Institute. So. But autograph, not so much. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, All right. Next up, this this one surprised me a little bit. I thought we'd have some higher priced uh, queens of the week, but we did not. This was on the thirty first of March, twenty twenty two. National Treasures, Natalie Decker, Fast Lane on card autograph number two of forty nine. That's kind of a cool looking car she's got there. But uh, they were asking $89.99 for this, and they accepted a best offer of 70 bucks for that. Okay. Out of 49 cards. So I thought I thought for sure we'd have a Haley that would be $1,000 or something crazy like that, but there was absolutely, and it's still early in the game. Maybe next week we might have something like that. Yeah, as um, time goes on, some of these, you know, bigger pieces get, opened up so so ken we've talked about natalie decker's autograph before she always signs them at, at that diagonal you know the way you know you yeah right she, yeah she does she I, does all her autographs like that on her cards <clears throat> it's weird all right all right so next up is our king of the week this was on the 4th of april it's a 2022 national treasures Dale Earnhardt Jr. booklet, it's the Mountain Dew, which you know we've seen that one before uh, in other issues. But as you can see, that I, I think that one's silk screened on. That's not yeah, it is it's through a seam, but it's it's screened on. But uh, this one, they were asking nine hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. And guess what? Again, somebody went click. And they bought it for $999.99. There you go. So somebody really wanted that. And I will say this for Junior. He, you know, he's got a lot of different cards in this set. But at least he's he got them signed and got them back to Panini. And they're in, they are in they are live in the set. Well, you could have some Mountain Dew collectors. Because that's, oh, yeah. uh, that's one of his brands. Or That's definitely what I was thinking. Was you probably have a certain amount of Mountain Dew collectors. Absolutely. Well, I know my son likes the Baja Blast, so <laughs> yeah. If he had a junior had a Baja Blast card, oh my god! If he had that, he'd be trying to buy it for sure. Tyler would be all over. Yep. So, so I know Jason's not here, but do you think that patch? Because I mean, he's wearing a blue suit. There is. Has he got a mount a green Mountain Dew logo on there? Because I'm just like, it looks kind of weird. Like you know, to see he all does, that. It's green. right above. I think it's right. Is it right above? The, 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 the wing of the nationwide but okay. it could be on a different it's not on the blue fire suit he's got other fire suits yeah it looks like it's on a red fire suit yeah okay that's what i was yeah wondering because of all that just but it looks like is that an, it looks like that's it on the angle because of the green around it it's nitpicking i just wish that you know they would do a better job of matching those up i, I agree with you I, I would love to see 
the driver wearing the actual fire suit that the the patch came from. Just like with the sheet metal, the car pictured, you know, instead of getting uh, like, you know, you have on Earnhardt Jr.'s car or whatever, and you got some crazy color sheet metal that you don't know if he, what car that came from. It wasn't from his normal car, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. and I get it. It's not, you know, it's not thir- It's not 25 years ago where you had one sponsor for the whole year. I mean, I get it. Things are changing. I just, I just feel like those are the little things that they could definitely do better. And that, and let's just call it what it is. It's not exclusive to Panini or NASCAR. Well, we Brett Moffat can't even get his full name on the card, so. So we, we, you know, yeah, it's it's a lot. To, I think a lot to ask this day and age. But I totally get it. It would have been nice to. I think it adds if they could do that. It would add a little bit extra. I think Logan's talking. But he's on mute, I think. Oh, yes. I was on mute somehow. That was weird. Okay. My bad. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Here we go. Next up is our Ace of the Week, our one of one. And this is on the 5th of April. Excuse me. Uh, yes, the 5th of April. It's a 2022 National Treasures Jimmy Johnson shoe auto booklet with the Alpine Stars logo on there. It's a one of one. They were asking $1,999 for this card. They settled for a best offer of $1,100 for this card. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you don't see the shoe very often. No, and they did, I think on this one, they did a good job of getting the patch on it. No, they did a great job on this one. I mean, you can see, uh, you know, the wear on on that side of the shoe with, with the holes and stuff. It, yeah, it's, and again, the shoes, something you don't see a lot of, and that this is a nice patch. Yeah, and it's got uh, the, the same color as um, his, what was the name of the bank? I can't think of it now. Ally. Ally Bank. There you go. My gosh almighty. Um, but the only thing I can say about this is I think Jimmy could have signed his name bigger, but uh, that's just being nitpicky. Well, and I'll go back to, I mean, that looks like the purple that Ally uses. So he's in a blue uniform there. Again, just nitpicking. But, you know, yeah. what if we could get that in the, the purple Ally? I'm pretty sure that's one of their main colors. So that should have been able to happen. Again, nitpicking. But, you know, everything, every little thing you can do to make a card better, to make it more collectible, it's good. It's good not only for the, the collectors, it's good for the brand itself. Totally agree. Especially you know, attention to detail. Well, at this price point, right? Mm-hmm. This is not, you know, Dunruss where you're getting all these massive memorabilia and stuff. This is yeah, agreed. This is agreed. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a level, like you said, when you're talking Donruss or Chronicles or something like that. I I get it. And uh, and this is the booklet. This is not just you know three pieces of rubber or whatever it is. This is the you know, this is the booklet. This is the prize pretty much of the box. Yeah, I just I, I don't know what the answer is. Maybe when they create the template for the card, they don't know what color it is. I mean, I guess that's possible. They don't know what patch is going to be in there. So, I mean, I, I can give them the benefit of a doubt from that. But still, 
you, you'd like to, again, just anything to make everything as visually pleasing. It's good for the customers. It's good for the brand. Yep. Like I said, I do think they did a great job on getting that patch in there like that. I think that looks good. Agreed. So, so yep. all right. So, so last but not least, our Royal Flush of the Week. This was on the 4th of April. 2022 NASCAR National Treasures Jimmy Johnson Patch Auto Booklet 101, the Lowe's logo. That's uh, that's a pretty good one. I mean, I think aside from his nameplate, that would be the logo you would want on a card for Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, that's embroidered. It's not screened. That's nice. Yeah, it is. And again, they were at they this seller was asking nineteen hundred and ninety nine dollars for this one. And they settled for a best offer of $1,250. Okay. And it looks like Jimmy signed his name a little bit bigger on this one. Yep. Uh, yeah, it looks bigger than the other one. I'll say if you work for Lowe's or something, you got to have this patch. I, yeah, I think I was going to say, I just, I think if what was paid for the Alpine stars was paid, then I think this was well probably maybe even a little bit of a deal i mean granted I, I, I stopped following nascar years ago but i i can say that lowe's is the sponsor that i associate with jimmy johnson i can i was thinking the same thing if that other one went for 11 1200 and then this one went for 12 then uh yeah th this was i think on the lower end i was when you were logan saying i was figuring maybe 1500 but so because you look at that patch that's just that's awesome yeah, and they did a good job with that patch too. That one, that one's pretty good. Yep. So it's kind of hit or miss, but they did a great job with that one. Uh, I maybe some exec at Lowe's bought that. You know, something conversation piece for his desk. Oh yeah. You never know. But yeah, that's it. So uh, that's that's it for this week's special 2022 National Treasures Kings Court. Well, thank you, Logan. That that was awesome. It's good to change it up there with the National Treasures Kings Court. So. Ken, I don't know if you want to give out any of your information. We appreciate you joining us this week, talking about your experience at Texas Motor Speedway and your yeah. insight and collecting. Yeah, happy to do it. If you want to follow me, like I said, it's uh, what I've got down there, Beans Ball Card Blog on Instagram. It's probably where I'm most active. I have a YouTube channel as well, but I haven't been posting. As of late on Twitter, Beans B Card Blog. And then I guess if you want to look on eBay, I'm also beans ball card blog there definitely have a decent amount of racing stuff moat 95 percent indie stuff but i am there as well i so happy to be on and anytime you guys uh anytime you guys need me all you got to do is ask yeah we we always love it when you come on ken we appreciate you being on here with us just try and do something different maybe we'll uh maybe we can uh do something uh in may before the 500 i think that's i think that's that's a date sounds good to me <laughs> Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Logan, anything we miss? Uh, let's see. We've got hashtag skid marks, top freaking Gibbs, and hashtag sled fire. All right. I think that'll do it for us this week. We appreciate everybody watching, listening to the podcast, YouTube show. We're celebrating four years of NASCAR radio, so uh, you want to tune in for the next few weeks where we'll be giving away some cards and how you can uh, enter in for those bre um, breaks. You're all right. Enter for those prizes each week. So again, for me, Logan and Ken, uh, thanks everybody for watching, you know, shout out to everybody. 
to the U.S. and the world for uh, supporting and downloading the show. So we will catch everybody next week. We're out of here.